Hey everyone, welcome to the podcast Feather Your Nest with Kids Health from us at The Nest Kids CPR and Allergy. Uh, The podcast is here to help you get clear and educated about all things child health, first aid and food allergies. So take a listen and don't forget to leave us your comments and reviews. Hello everyone, it's Heidi here from The Nest Kids CPR and Allergy and today's video is going to be about that early introduction of the common allergenic foods. There's lots and lots of confusion about it um, and how we should be introducing these foods. So this is for any parent that's starting to introduce foods to their baby, um, any parent of a children, a child with a food allergy that has, to in, has been told to introduce other foods. Um, so we can go through like a little strategy that we've got that could help you introduce those foods. So guidelines around food allergy um, have changed over the last um, few years. And we now know that early introduction of common allergenic foods is super, super important. When we say early introduction, we don't mean that you introduce the food earlier than any other food. We just mean that these foods are allergy foods. So the top nine um, common allergenic foods should be introduced alongside everything else before the age of 12 months. We know now through clinical trials, through studies, that this actually does help to reduce the rate of childhood food allergy. So it's almost like we get we prep the immune system and we get the um, we let the immune system know that this is okay by constantly introducing it and keeping it in the in the body. An allergic reaction is a um, it's an overreaction of the immune system. All right, so it's when the body thinks that something is an enemy when it's not. Um, and that's what causes the symptoms of an allergic reaction and sometimes they can be very, very severe. So the early introduction of common allergenic food, it, it came around by, there's a guidelines now which say that children between the age of four to six months, but never before four months, they need to be ready to eat. So they have to be able to sit up um, nicely, good head control, obviously, you know, they need to be able to swallow well. So we don't want children under four months really eating. Um, Then between four to six months, but before 12 months, they need to be introducing the top nine food allergies, which include things like peanuts, tree nuts, sesame, soy, wheat, egg, milk, um, fish and shellfish. So they're the top nine. They're the top nine things that should be in bold on the back of any packet um, because they're the top nine most common allergens. Um, I think they're responsible for 80% of food allergies, basically those top nine, and that's why they're the top nine. So there was a study not that long ago um, called the LEAP study, which was by Dr. Gideon Lack, which showed, he did a study with British children um, that showed that basically by introducing peanut early before the age of one, there was something like an 80% drop in those children developing a peanut allergy to children that were stopped from having peanut until they were 10 years old. I think it was 10 years old. So um, basically it was a study that was quite clear as day, or maybe it was two years old, sorry, but it was a study that was clear as day that showed the early introduction of the common allergenic foods, um, that that one specifically peanut, dramatically reduced the rate of um, children being diagnosed with food allergy. We know that one in 10 children under the age of one now in Australia has a diagnosed food allergy and the rest of the world is not that far behind that. Australia is the worst country in the world though for childhood food allergy and we don't really know why at this point. Um, So if you are worried, if you have a child with a food allergy and you've been told to introduce other foods, 
then um, there is a way that we can do this um, through just a bit of a structured approach. Or if your child doesn't have food allergies and you just want to introduce those nuts and things like that and you want a specific way to do it because you're just not sure where to start, then um, we'll go ahead and we'll talk now about how you can do that. So with a solid food, say, um, you know, even if it's like crushed up nuts or anything like that, what we can do is it, like get you can get nut paste, so good quality peanut butter or um, not Nutella, things like that, because that only has like 18% hazelnuts in it or 13% hazelnut in it. So we want the pure nut butter, get the good quality stuff so that you know it's mostly that actual type of nut um, or, you know, scrambled egg or wheat, you know, like a wheat roll or, you know, bread roll, something like that. So if you're introducing these things, what you can do is start off with an eighth of a teaspoon. Now, if it's a young child, I would do this after their morning nap so that they're wide awake and they shouldn't be you shouldn't expect them to be like drowsy or anything like that so start off with an eighth of a teaspoon of that food and then and give them that and you can give them that you can mix it with something or you can just give them it straight it doesn't matter then you wait 20 minutes and you watch for any signs of allergic reaction okay um then after that after 20 minutes um, or half 20 to 30 minutes is not an exact science but 20 to 30 minutes is fine after 20 to 30 minutes you can then double it to a quarter of a teaspoon then um, give them that again you can measure it out with you know you can um, mix it with yogurt or bolognese or whatever you like uh, strawberry sauce whatever um, you wait another 20 to, 20 to 30 minutes if there's no reaction nothing at all then you can double it to half a teaspoon give them that if they're fine, you can double it to a whole teaspoon. That's where you can stop, okay? They've had a good kind of almost two teaspoons of, uh, you know, whatever it is you give them. That's a decent amount of food. That's enough, you know, a tiniest amount is enough for someone to have um, an allergic reaction. So if they're fine with that, then that's fine. Then we just continue to give it. So once, this is one of the most important things you need to know about food allergy, is that once you introduce something, you have to keep it in the diet. Okay, because again, we don't want to expose the child to it and they get, you know, they might build some, um, those Ig antibodies and then they sit there and then you don't introduce it anymore. And the body thinks that it's, um, the not used the body is not used to it and it thinks it's some kind of enemy and then you six months down the line you you reintroduce it again and there's an allergy so you've got to keep it in the diet even if it's just once a week that's absolutely fine but it's about consistent exposure okay not about amount so um for signs and symptoms of allergy we'll go into that in another week or you go to my website there's heaps and heaps of information on there about what to look for um in uh, an allergic reaction or anaphylaxis so i hope you found this helpful today um, if you want more then you can head on to the bottom of every page on our website we've got a free first aid pocketbook which is a pdf downloadable about all sorts of different cpr first aid situations with children and babies and um, we've got our free five-day allergy mum survival series which is five bite-sized videos delivered to your inbox every day for five days with Facebook um, group support with allergy nurses and a workbook which is amazing um, or if you want more then we've got heaps of classes in-person classes private couples classes we've got online classes all live um, uh, we do camera classes as well so you can head on to our classes tab on our website at thenestcpr.com um, and take a look at what we've got. In the meantime, let us know if you have any questions or queries. Take care, bye-bye.